0: Hello and welcome to the Poet Prophetic Podcast. It's been roughly two years that Donald Trump has been resident at the White House. Here's a review in verse of key moments in the opening months of his infamous reign. And it comes from my book series, Verses Verses Empire. Get it? It's a homonym. Enjoy. <laughs> Agenda, Sonnet on the Presidential Election of 2016 Let us lament that this was not the year America chose a female president, one who would shun the politics of fear. The nation shrank from such a precedent to shut out someone who would stand for peace, health care and education, human rights, protect the dispossessed, rein in the police, and work to heal environmental blights, who'll stop Wall Street's predations, corporate greed, while whistleblowers are given full protection, oh, woe befell our union and our creed to suffer such a setback this election. Yes, what a pity, what an ominous sign, that the electorate chose not Jill Stein. Trumplesome, Sonnet and the Result of the U.S. Presidential Election of 2016 A grieving father lately asked if Donald Trump had even read the Constitution. Now Trump's task to uphold it, although he said mere waterboarding will not sate his hatred. Obvious conclusion, he violates Amendment 8 and hasn't read the Constitution. With nuclear bombs, he wants to know, why aren't we using them? Racist, the worst of ignorance on show. He brands an entire nation rapists. Our systems served the most unfit. Our duties to abolish it. Size matters, Mr. Trump. Obama's measured at 84 and yours is just 32. I speak of incoming approval ratings. Attested, this fact is true. Of course there are alternative facts, as your spokeswoman said on TV. You claimed your inaugural crowd had great girth, in spite of what we can see. You're so outraged that the press reported how small yours turned out to be. You'll just have to grab the pundit you please, if she won't give it willingly. The biggest in history, your spokesman claims, and damns the dishonest press corps. For all the superlatives, you have to admit, Obama's is bigger than yours. Imp He takes payoffs from foreign governments, receiving lucrative emoluments exploits high office to enrich himself, promote his corporate brand, worshipping wealth. Committing constitutional sacrilege, he favours family members' privilege. Officials true to principle he fires, installing criminals to take their place and liars. He threatens judges, gives illegal orders, slanders the world outside our stolen borders, and underpinning his agenda of destruction Conflicts of interest and brazen corruption. He orders war in Syria, Iraq, Yemen, Afghanistan under attack while threatening North Korea, all without congressional authority and flouts the constitution. Night raids, missiles, bombs, diplomacy replaced with threats of bombs. So, Congress, let these words your duty teach. Uphold the Constitution and impeach! The Impeachment Principle Scandal on scandal rocks the Trump regime. Collusion with Russia, the sordid theme. Impeachment now is the recurrent meme if more Republicans will join the team. The Nixon era is recalled to mind. A White House wired, a leader boldly blind. Threats and coercion, firings, but they'd find the deep-set rot. At last the crook resigned. Were there not ample grounds till now to prove the President a scoundrel and reprove? Did not unsanctioned war suffice to move, nor plots his daughter's fortune to improve? The press, impelled a posture prate and preach, cite precedents a president to teach. But faced with such imperious overreach, they need no further reason to impeach. Customs On Donald Trump's first foreign trip as President Trump Saudi Arabia, the priority as Donald Trump takes his first trip abroad as president, supplies $100 for arms sales brokered by his son-in-law, so princes may oppress their people, crush the democratic movement in Bahrain and kill in Yemen. Meanwhile, in his speech, Trump's plan for war against Iran is plain. Still proving the greatest purveyor of violence today, as Luther King said in his day, The U.S. flogs its cluster bombs anew. Trump treads the path. Obama paved the way. Fourth Right On Frederick Douglass's 1852 speech, the meaning of July 4th for the Negro. A former slave, in 1852, denounced the sham of Independence Day the mockery, sacrilegious irony, impiety, vanity, hypocrisy, the bombast, fraud, deception on display, while stripes and death, fetters and mourning grew. How has our age addressed the Negro's pains, and how reversed the horrors of that day? With subtle slavery, police brutality, with prison, prejudice and poverty. What to conclude this Independence Day? A sham it was, and sham it still remains. Mental, on the psychological condition of Mr. Trump. Destroy, lest ye be inwardly destroyed. Make threats, lest ye be inwardly afraid. Pollute, lest ye be inwardly polluted and force a woman if you can't get laid. Boast of your size if you are feeling small. Drop bombs if you are powerless inside. Tweet volumes feeling insignificant, and make the beast of empire your joyride. Lest ye feel inwardly inadequate, invent myths of superiority, hire yes-men who will echo your opinion, surround yourself with low ability. And if you lack the wit to empathize, denounce forthright officials and dismiss. Cripple naysayers, humiliate and kill, while altering facts to suit your prejudice. No reference point for truth outside yourself, a personal myth of greatness cultivate. Mock scientists and journalists, devour the body politics organs of state. Such infernal commandments are in play as point to End Time Prophecy's predictions. A devil's puppet posing, playing God. The state feeding his personal addictions. Now mental health professionals have weighed in on Trump's psychology of powerlessness, breaking their own rules with too much at stake to warn about this man of lawlessness. The narcissism, grandiosity, the sadism and torture fantasy the need for admiration and approval, the fascist leanings and proclivity. Caligula and Nero would applaud his use of public power for personal ends, wielding executive prerogative, but note how each man met his violent end. Arid Zona On Arizona's ban of Shakespeare's The Tempest from Classrooms, Shape-shifting Ariel arose in ire, denouncing the men of sin. Useless their swords against his magic, for none could threaten him, no more than wound the wind, which, like the Holy Spirit, blows, or trouble waters that ignore rude steel, uninterrupted in their wonted flows. No fluttering sparrow or darting swallow he forbearing on an innocent to rest but harpy-fierce, half-human, bird, who swoops upon intruders near his nest. Yet politicians, like Antonio, that foul usurper of a brother's right, in Arizona ban the spirit of learning, even the tempest with its busy sprite. Then Prospero's revenge alight on them, who'd bar a student hearing Shakespeare's verse. By hissing madness of a cloven tongue, Condemn their wickedness with Ariel's curse. Base, A pair of sonnets on Stephen Miller's attempt to invalidate the Statue of Liberty's poem Welcoming Immigrants on the grounds it was added later. When our mother of exiles stretched her hand, Gesture of worldwide welcome to the poor, the tired, the huddled masses at our door, the tempest tossed to settle in our land. And whose land is it anyway? This land is my land, your land? No, its golden shore is but a frontier to the sea, no more, and none of us may claim a grain of sand. She did not specify each immigrant must speak English. Instead, Her sonnet called The Homeless Home. It is irrelevant she sang her poem after being installed, yet Stephen Miller makes that argument. With such stupidity, our nations walled. The birthright of humanity's open borders, this earth from God on temporary loan. Tis usurpation to exclude and own this common gift because a despot orders, expressing psychological disorders, his prejudice ascendant to the throne, and uses low-skilled workers when his own, while painting immigrants as vile marauders. No test beyond a person's hope or need should qualify admission through the gate, no raise act to cast down the refugee, nor social engineering to instate. Pursuit of happiness professed our creed no tyrant should define a nation-state. Fired on Trump's threats against North Korea. To solve his inner emptiness, fell Trump, fueling a foolish feud, threatens with fire and fury like the world has never seen another nation with scenario dire. This lonely cry of insignificance, in stoking fear, seeks some solace to find. Insatiable his appetite for death, he'd make a sacrifice of humankind. O oh, hungry soul, you cannot eat enough. Were you to kill the entire human race, were every corpse to douse your brimstone fate, it weren't enough to fill that desolate place. Trumped Up, Sonnet on Trump's Increased Deployments to Afghanistan. Reminding us that 9-11 was Planned and directed from Afghanistan. Trump sends more troops, more fuel to the fire, some 16 years after that war began. The zombie pretext resurrecting, he parrots the tired old lies how towers fell, ghost hijackers and faked confession tape, Though media swallowed wholesale this hard sell. No more regard for laws of physics than laws guarding human rights, this demagogue, greedy to get the country's mineral wealth, a despot dictator plays demigod. From empire's hymn book, Trump in chorus sings, as generals pull his purse and puppet strings. The Death. Of death. Now white supremacists and neo Nazis are finding themselves overwhelmed by numbers opposed to them because most decent people regard the other, them, as one another. The antibodies are arising in the body politic to overthrow a racist cancer raging through its veins, though for a while these symptoms are on show. That virulent usurper, Trump, is thus a test, the system's strength to fortify, a vaccine to empower immunity, its proper function to revivify. Though for a while a hatred fever burns, the body yet to its right mind returns. Dank. On the treatment of prisoners in Beaumont, Texas, ...during Hurricane Harvey. Knee deep in water... ...not a drop to drink... ...the prisoners of Texas... ...are detained... ...to parch to death... ...or drink from toilet bowls... ...the only option... ...after rain had rained... ...and with the stench... ...as Oscar Wilde records... ...in Reading Jail... ...smelling a scene obscene... ...swamped by the fetid breath... ...of living death... ...each narrow cell a foul and dark latrine. Corrupting, cancerous, contagion creeps culture of condemnation, cruelty into collective consciousness and seeps without regard for shared humanity. They're standing in for Trumpian policy. Entomb the world and throw away the key. Pobre Rico on the aftermath of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. Sewage is overflowing. Even corpses are floating in Puerto Rico's streets as flooded cemeteries give up their dead. And Trump responds with victim-blaming tweets. Nor has he visited the stricken land reeling from Hurricane Maria's heat as people drink contaminated water. No mud should stain his dainty little feet. Without supplies or electricity, this moment's devastation's etched in time, while hungry aid from foreign ships is blocked, denying US citizens a lifeline. Incredulous, the residents cannot believe they've been abandoned, left to die. But capitalism seeks to steal, pollute, with poor humanity hung out to dry. Unrepresented in Congressional seat, the plight of Puerto Rico is a sin. Discrimination of the darker hue in favour of a man with orange skin. Silencer. On the Las Vegas massacre of October 1st, 2017. A single gunman's slain a multitude. A growing litany, a murderous toll. Though he bought firearms in several states, now's not the time to talk of gun control. No background checks required, purchased online, easy to buy and many a loophole. Though no developed nation is as violent, now's not the time to talk of gun control. Though individuals acquire arsenals, and none a grieving parent can console, Let's not politicise mere life and death. Now's not the time to talk of gun control. A sick psychosis still enjoys free reign. Hatred empowered to kill en masse alone. A congressman was recently gunned down. Now's not the time to talk of gun control. Talk not of climate change after a storm, nor after fire-trap buildings burn... The role austerity plays after this massacre, it's still not time to talk of gun control. Franco File on the Spanish government's reaction to Catalonia's independence referendum. Beating up voters and imprisoning leaders, dissolving parliaments, Spain's government. Deaf both to grievance and to compromise signals authoritarian intent, and Catalonia shudders to recall Spain's civil war described by Hemingway, the fascist airplanes, cultural genocide, as Franco's spirit is again in play. Brute force. On the recent surge in sexual assault allegations... Now presidents and former presidents who took advantage of their worldly power. Broadcasters, congressmen and candidates are facing to a man their reckoning hour. Hollywood stars and movie moguls too. Disclosures lift night's veil of shame this day. Me too is echoing through the land, dispelling secrecy to have its say. American as apple pie this violent culture, stripping the earth and tunnelling for gain, would exploit bodies as it rapes the land, a litany of theft, enslavement's reign. This wounded, wounding masculinity yet stirs awakening in humanity. You've been listening to Selected Poems from my Verses Verses Empire series. I close out each episode by announcing a book giveaway on Amazon. And today, February the 3rd, it's the third volume in that series covering the Trump era. And as this episode's going out a bit late today, I'll run the giveaway through Monday too. It's not necessarily a cover-to-cover read. You can browse it if you prefer. But however you choose to read it, of course, I'd welcome your appreciation with a review you post on Amazon. Just use the links in the back of the book. Until next week, this has been Abdiel Leroy.